Hey queens, welcome back to Crown Thoughts, the podcast. This is your host, Latina, and we're already in our third episode of season three. This week, I had the amazing opportunity to sit down with Seven Taylor, a good friend of mine who is not only a published author, music artist, universal connector, and just overall amazing soul but we really get a chance to sit down and connect and and really just discuss the ideas of healing and mental hacks and unlearning behaviors and just any kind of conversation that you can imagine that is going to shift your mental. This is what we're experiencing. So I don't want to give into too much of detail, but I can guarantee this is a definitely a conversation that you would enjoy. And so let's get into today's topic with Seven Taylor. Hey, queens. Welcome to Crown Thoughts, the podcast, a safe space for women of all kinds and for women of all walks of life to come together and chat. Crown Thoughts, the podcast is a movement of vibes, which encourages its listeners to dig deep and reflect. So with that being said, Let's get into today's topic. Okay, so I am so excited today. Um, Before I even begin rambling, I'm going to start off with a hey, queen. Okay, hey, queens. Yes, hey, queens. Um, And I'm so excited today (laughs) because I have a, I feel like I want to say a good friend because we've had small interactions but even in those moments i feel like we've been very connected so my good friend seven taylor thank you so much for having me yes i first of all i agree we we definitely have had a lot of um, amazing interactions yes yes that's what i was gonna say like i feel like there's been so many different interactions that have led up to this because i remember um coming across your music a year ago and saying, I really want you a part of the show. And so I'm so glad you're here now. <laughs> and I do believe everything right, works. I'm so happy. It's divine timing. Yes. See, everything works on the divine timing. So before yes. we really dive into the conversation, um, I want you to just introduce yourself. Usually I like to introduce my guests, but I feel like you <clears throat> are very confident in who you are. You know, you don't need anyone to introduce you you can do this so i who are you who is seven taylor okay so seven taylor is a universal uh spiritual connector i'm mm-hmm. a spiritualist and um i'm also privy to the creative world so i'm a musician i'm a published author um uh, I'm, I'm various uh roles in this thing mm. um but the most important thing that i've learn to be and learn to have a firming moment with is being a student and teacher. Okay. Uh, because I've learned so much. Um, I've, I've transgressed so much through life and, and the cycles of life that now when I get to a moment of teaching, I feel confident what I say. So right. I'm a student and a term teacher. Oh, I love it. I love it. And so... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And listen, there is nothing better. Thank you. Thank you. And I was going to say, there's nothing better than knowing who you are. And so thank you for just introducing yourself. Again, I feel like you don't need anyone to describe who you are. Um, I'm going to also start with some icebreaker questions. Um, You know, I'm, I'm a big advocate of psychology and black mental health um (laughs) and so they say psychology proves that as humans we crave connection and one of the best ways of of really connecting to people is through creativity through art through music through conversation and um these icebreaker questions will allow the listeners and even myself to just kind of figure out who seven taylor is um, these questions were not provided to him beforehand, so this is straight off of just your head. You know, whatever answer you think is best, say what you feel. Um, 
like it. Okay, <laughs> a little challenge. All right, all right. So first question. 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. 80s, or 90s? Which decade do you love the most and why? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the nineties. Yes. Um, not because I was born in the nineties, <laughs> but I would say because the nineties had an essence. I, mm. I was talking to my partner last night and I, I spoke about the nineties being if you wanna put uh eras in like the the, the chakras. Mm-hmm. I would say the nineties was the heart chakra mm. because everything was done with love. With love, it yes. Was and dignity and, and context that the movies and the iconic moments that we got in just uh, everything that came out of that era was done with intention and with purpose and yes exactly it yes, makes sense purpose, intention yeah so it's, i would i would definitely say that was a heart chakra era because that was the era that i grew up on those are the movies i grew up on those are the things i watch and and, and, and you know digest as a child and so on and so forth. But that era was my favorite era as far as yes. just everything was even beauty. Yes. Just beauty was so simple. The gloss, a little eyeliner. Yes. Today, you know. Right. Um, we didn't need to go into the whole uh, RuPaul thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I love RuPaul greatly. He inspired me so much. Um, but, you know, just to give an example, you didn't have to go into a drag queen world. Every day. Right, right. Yes, yeah, it was kind of like simplistic, but, but classic at the same time. Yes. Yes, I love it. So question Thank number you. two. <laughs> if you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why? I've been doing that a lot. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think at this particular stage of my life, mm. I've kind of formatted my routine to uh, be coincident with my business and mm. spiritual growth. Um, that one, I wouldn't really do. I really, I really want to uh, erase anything, just because everything kind of well does complement each other. Right. Like meditation, uh, you know, business stuff, interviews, etc. Like I. I probably wouldn't erase anything, but probably in my past, mm. about my past itself, I would erase in my past itself a lot of overthinking. Mm. You know, um, because that wasn't really, it didn't do anything. It didn't serve um, and you. Added how much, right. <laughs> right. And now that, you know, when you get to a much uh, clever age in your life where you understand things from a wide uh, perspective. Right. You know, that, oh, I spent a lot of time worrying about a lot of shit this wasn't going to matter uh, a year span, mm. <laughs> you know? So uh, th- that would be to him the past of somewhere. I love that. I love that. And, and and it's also just a reframing of really how you view, view your everyday life. For me, I realized I had right. to start changing what I was saying. Like, oh, I have to go to work. Like, no, I choose to go to work today because this is what... I worked hard for, you know, and every day it does get, it does get hard, but I love how you just flip that. And it's like, I'm not really eliminating anything because everything that I'm doing is in alignment to my purpose. So I love how you, oh, I love how you answered that. When I say we were were supposed to have this, (laughs) right? Yes, I love how you put that because if you listen to the tone of those two things, Mm. It, it, you can you can see where the the growth is. You can see where the, the self control is, and you can also see where if I want to change it, I'll change it. Right? You know, like you can, you can see where all those things are implemented at in, in that sentence. Like I choose to go to work. Exactly. Choose, you know, exactly. You chose the path, and that's what's uh, what what life, and spirituality, and so many things do. It turns the, the mirror around to you. Exactly. And gives you that power. Yes. Yes. Right. So I love that you said that. I love how you formatted it. And I would, yes, I thought that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so last question. This is more of a fun question. I'm hoping um, okay. you'll give me like a wild answer. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so cheesy. You'll learn. Oh, wow, person. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever completed anything on your bucket list? And what was it? 
Oh, I completed a few things. Um, the first thing I completed, um, I want to say like a year or so shy out of high school. Yeah, it was a year or so shy, shy out of high school. Mm-hmm. I'm an author, a published author. That was in 2014. Period. Um, and I graduated in 2013. Yes. Um, I did do modeling for like, an agency and stuff like that. So I did work with a lot of um, different companies. Um, mm-hmm. I, both, listen, I think I, I've, been, I've been checking off a lot of stuff with my bucket list. I love it. Um, I would say my most uh, proudest and personal bucket list thing that I, um, I checked off was enter into a relationship that you you, you learn to know each other mm. you learn to grow with each other and that you also always bring something new refreshing to the table yeah um, and that's that's what i'm in now and um i'm very uh happy and thankful for my partner because we have a lot of retrospective conversations about mm. like the simulation we're living in and all these different things so that would have been a personal personal bucket check on I love that. I I, I finally attracted someone um, that not only gets me, but actually helped me, motivate me, mold me Mm. as I motivate for them as well. You know, it's it's funny that you say that because, and I I don't typically share more of like my love life on the podcast, um, but I was saying probably just a few days ago that I realized in all my past relationships, they were always taking, 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 right? And I was never, I was never getting that back. I was never being filled. And so I became so depleted, became so depleted. And now, right. Yeah, like, and I know that from past Yes, yes. And now that I'm in a more healthier, stable, and just loving relationship, I never feel like there's a push and pull because even when, like, my cup becomes a little half empty or half full, however people want to see it. You know, he sees right. it and can mm-hmm. say, okay, babe, this is where I can help you today and vice versa. And that yes. is, I love that. it's such a, a weight off of your back. It's amazing. So it is. It, it, you, you feel, now, first of all, I'm so thankful that you are now in a, a, a equal yeah. Relationship. Yes. Like, well, people, like, you know, equal relationships so that yeah, both of y'all cups are being replenished at the same time. Um, I'm so happy for you for that because I know how it feels to be in those type of relationships in the past. Um, but we on the same vibration with our, our current um partners. New journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um well what what's the most important thing that I've learned is that when I grew up, I grew up in a house for what the primary Single parent. Mm. Um, she had relationships. She had relationships, but it, but they those relationships were more of like seasons that she kind of like just kept extending. Wow. And, uh, Wait. Uh, hold on. Was, hold on. Say that. <laughs> Say that one more yeah, time. So, you know I have my my notes. You know I love to take my notes. She was in season. Right. Yeah. No. So, 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 so I, I grew up in a part of a primary single um, one parent household with a mom. My mom. And she was in a lot of relationships that were seasons that she constantly kept extending. Mm. And, and sometimes when you do get to that expiration date and you extend past expiration date, that's when things become so amazing. Uh, it becomes so redundant. It yes. Very, like, I don't really you know. But you, just but stagnation. You, you wanted, I was saying it's just it's stagnation, really. Yeah, stagnation, and it's, it, what it does to you um, on a psychological level, it, it allows you to stay in this comfort zone of always keeping what you what you perceive at the particular moment in your life as comfort. Mm. Um, it don't allow no growth to come into that, that door. And when you realize that you overstay your stay in it, and I, I talk about this in my, uh, my upcoming new book as well, mm-hmm. um, when you overstay in a particular situation, that situation itself actually start doing things to push you out. Right. It start making them. It start making them cheap. It start making them uh, be beyond disrespectful to you. It start making them uh, ridicule you, uh, disrespect your character. It start making all types of things happen because it said you didn't follow the natural flow of this. By, wow. Okay, this season, and now I'm on to my next season. Right. You just kept pressing the stem button, kept pressing the stem button because you feel as though 
this was it or this was your your, your final destination. And, and I always um, wonder, like, where does that in in all of us? Because I've even experienced this in my own, you know, relationships. What is that where we feel like, oh no, we have to keep working this out? Like, is that the culture? Is that the love you harder means I, I love you the most? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I would say that comes from. Okay, it's a few things that's going to come from. This is a spiritual for me right by now. A few places that come from, one thing that comes from just your self-esteem. Mm. And how, how, how low and how shallow is your self-esteem. Um, when, you are, uh, when, when you first start dating someone and your self-esteem is at this 10th mm. level, I'm, I'm with that, you know what? Uh, your expectations and your, your toleration levels is, is very thin with those type of people because it's like I know not to keep putting myself in extended seasons of the same person just a different face wow. you know wow um, and then when you realize that you're dealing with people that have psychological problems with them exactly exactly you know, and, and, and of course that's that's that trauma bonding too because okay yes. your hurt your hurt and my hurt makes sense together and that is the narrative that we often gives our give ourselves like if they're they're hurting just as much as i'm hurting we connect and we can we can fix ourselves when really that is never the intention because we're so broken right at all because there's, there's people that um i would say this um me and my partner we introduce each other to different things mm. Um, of course, at any point in your life, in your relationship, that you speak about past trauma, mm-hmm. you know. So trauma, trauma bonding is a thing that does happen. But this is where the this is where the kicker is with it. How you know when you're healthy, when we're in a healthy situation for our transition and passive is that let's talk about it. What happened to you? Right. You know, so now let's offer and create the solutions to it. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And that's what me and my partner did. We, we, we created and found solutions to our trauma. Exactly. Our traumatic passes. Right. Because um, then you'll have other relationships where they just stay right there. Like, like that, that's where it stops. Exactly. That's, that's where the, the progression stops at is the trauma. And not only um, in relationships, but that's where it stops within yourselves. Because when I, right. you know, I meet with my Everything clients. Reflects Everything reflects self. Right. How you treat it is what reflects you. What you attract is what, what, what reflects you because exactly. when you are on a certain type of vibratory energy, you attract those 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 people, those things, those situations, those opportunities your way. Exactly. So you, people do have to understand. I'm happy that you did say that because people do have to understand that a lot of the work, a lot of the shadow work, a lot of that deep, ugly things that we don't like to talk about or be or be around or whatever the situation is, we have to experience that. Exactly. Um, gotta turn the autopilot off and really dive deep into what we feel or how we feel. Once the root shop right. of right, um, what's the spiritual? No one, and I would say this: no one is a, is a perfect being at all. We're all perfect beings having a perfect uh, human experience, right? Um, because life is life is beautiful. Uh, the, this simulation is is, is beautiful. Um, but I realize that a lot of people. Mm-hmm don't know how to progress after the trauma. So I'm happy to be in a relationship that we progress after the Listen, trauma. listen, Seven. When I say, <laughs> it's, even in this experience itself, it's it's crazy because you are hitting points and, and really just like everything that I had already planned out for us to discuss. Right, we're on the same brainwave. Just, it's just there. The alignment is wild. And so... Before you continue, I just want to say that we have to discuss the book. Um, The book that I really connected with the most was The Principles of Permission, Shifting the Mental. Um, I must say, even before I even ask, when I received my packages, just to even open up the first page and see that there was a handwritten message directly from the author. Yes. Uh, I try to always do that, you know. You know, and then just the first, the intro, I mean, every single line that I read, I felt absolutely connected. I felt heard. I felt seen. I was just like, 
where did this come from? <laughs> like, it was, it, I was saying it's a spirit guide. They, they brought it in. Yes. So it's how you needed something else to just manifest. I was going to say, really just tell me, like, where did this work come about? I mean, what is your inspirations for your writings? And really just what are you most passionate about? Okay, so um, I'll do like the ABC. Okay. That. Um, so the first one you said, well, where does it, where did, where did my work come about? Yes, like your inspiration. My inspirations. Um. Okay, so yeah, so like I said before, I, I was so obsessed with the classicness of the the nineties and how they were when they did things, they did it with attention. So my thing was, I told myself uh, at an early age, you know, when I do become an author. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I actually claimed this over my life at nine years old. I remember this. I remember mm. thinking and talking and writing out young author in my, my little textbooks that for school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say Toni Morrison, uh, James Baldwin, yes, a few, a few authors today, uh, Maya Angelou, um, so many, uh, so many people are coming to mind that I'm trying to think of. Um, I would say just that demographic of you felt it. Right. Like, I felt exactly what I just read. I actually left this physical world and went into that world. Yes. You know, and then came back once I was closing the book. You know? Yes. Like, you had an after projection moment in your life. Um, so, those people that I read as a kid, and even in high school, when I got introduced to Tony Morrison in high school, um, those people that, that, I, that I gravitated to, they had something to say, and I said, well, when I do do it, mm-hmm. and I do create and write novels, I want to have something to say. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the reason why I had to, like, a four- or five-year break um, after uh, my third book, which was uh, Project of Being a Woman in Aftermath. Okay. Um, which I'm gonna have, I will have fun bundles as well. For anyone that's looking to get my previous three books, um, I do have. A, I will be creating a forty-five dollar bundle to get all three under one price and stuff wow. like that. So people can complete their Seven Taylor Library collection. Yes, <laughs> and I'll be sure um, to add in all of your your social handles into um, the description of this episode because I really want the readers and the audience to just see and experience what I've experienced in just one bundle set so right. i have i have a two book bundle set which i read in a weekend because i just could not put it right. down <laughs> i was just like oh, oh my god, god. I, I appreciate that. yeah I appreciate that. That's, yeah that's, that's so refreshing and amazing to hear that because you don't really hear that much about a lot of content nowadays that mm. you actually finished it and stuff like because it's like after a while you're like all right you know but right exactly exactly um, but i would say yeah so basically those uh particular art uh, authors and artists, you should say, you could say as well. In retrospect, mm-hmm. they were the ones that inspired me. So I just told myself that anytime I sit in front of that screen uh, or that pen and paper, mm-hmm. I want to write something that's meaningful that's going to provoke someone to have a different thought pattern by the time they're done with it, by the time they did way done with it, by the time they like two pages in. Exactly. And, um, that's not how like, my work formed and created itself. And that is exactly what I did. I put the book down and I went and grabbed my notebook and I had sticky notes. And I, I don't like to write inside the books anymore because I'm trying to build my library. But I was just like, oh, my God. Yes, this this aligns, this is what I've been talking about. This aligns with that. I mean, it just it was transformational. But also it felt good knowing that, OK, there's other people who is going through what I'm going through or you know, this is right. something I can truly learn from. It was authentic. It was genuine. And so I, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love you for loving it. And I, yes. love, I love that. And um, I love you. Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you, you answered all of the little bullet points in one question. Um <laughs> Unless there was something else you wanted to add. I didn't do that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I knew that this was gonna flow. I you know, interviewing people can be really hard sometimes. Um, even as the podcaster, you get stuck or you're not really sure what to say because the conversation is not really interactional, it's not an even exchange, but this has been just healthy and refreshing. So 
Please yes, continue. Thank you for the space. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I can ask you a question. So, what? Yes. Um, so, with the principles of, of permission, um, what chapter? I mean, I might say the whole thing, but what chapter <laughs> the most did you gravitate to? What thing did I say was the most pivotal thing to you? So, it's funny you say that because I have it open. It is chapter three. <laughs> And I feel like this is where I am right now. So for the audience, chapter three is entitled, What's for you is for you, boo, period. Okay. Um, (laughs) um, As I read each chapter, I feel like, again, we're talking, we're we're right in front of one another, um, and you understand what I'm saying. I especially love this chapter because you speak of several things. One, you share with the reader that you have OCD. Um, OCD for those who are listening is obsessive compulsive disorder. And, um, you know, for myself, I do have moderate to severe anxiety. Um, I was diagnosed within the last six months, although I think I've always known that I had it. I just didn't want to accept it for what it is. Um, those those are things that we do struggle with or like, yeah, I'll I'll find a time to like actually be at peace and safe, you know? Right, right. And so I, I committed to that. Thank you, know, you just, thank just, you. Just accepting it and how you're managing and working with it because I have anxiety as well. That it's, it's the worst. Yes. At times. Yes. And so as you continue into this chapter, you do talk about like your own experience and in therapy and really just this, you know, splitting yourself into threes figuring out who you were, who you are, who you want to be, and then learning and unlearning these behaviors. And to me, that really spoke out the most because I feel like that's where I am in my healing journey. Like I've, I've recognized the trauma, you know, I know how the trauma has affected me, but now I'm trying to do the work to move past it. Um, and I commend you in that. Thank you. Just by you accepting the fact that you want to do the work, the actions for right. it, that you are already home. Thank you're already you. in the process of that. Thank you. So my question to you then is really like, how do you, and I feel like I, I did ask you this recently, but how do you continue? Because every day is not apples and peaches and, and the grass is green. You know, there are days where you're just like, oh my God, I'm never going to get past this point. I'm never going to get past whatever it is that you're fighting through. And it doesn't have to be on such a deep level. It could also just be like, there's this goal that I want to get to and everything is always falling apart. Like, how do you stay in that positive mindset? Yeah. um, So for one, one thing I always um, try to allow everyone to know is that uh, the vocabulary we use is very powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I trained myself um, throughout my experiences, especially this year itself, I really, really been put that uh, training to work. Mm. Um, is um, I don't have problems, I have challenges, and I conquer them every day. You know, that's, yes. that's something that I tell myself um, because we want to minimize that. Whatever that, that, that fear is, whatever that milestone, whatever that goal is, if you feel like you um, can't obtain it, you can't obtain it. Everything's obtainable. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has, there's a parallel that, that exists right now that you are where exactly you want to be. Right. You know, so what you want to do is you're going to gravitate that and you're going to pull that, that reality. I don't care about those other failure realities. I'm bringing in that success reality into my life. I claim that. Mm. In my um, so what I did was throughout my whole journey, not knowing what that I was doing that was I kept picking the success reality. Even okay. when yes. I had challenges happening, I kept picking the success reality because there was something, there was a, there, there was a, there's a fire inside of me, a passion that I feel every day. Yes. Um, when I go to create, that's still there. And as long as that's there, and as long as I'm here, as long as I'm able, I'm going to do so. So there's always an improvement or something to uh, captivate or scope your life. Right. Um, I know we all get to a point where we're like, oh, okay, no, there's, there's, there's still more. There's still more levels to, to, to achieve and go through. Um, you just got past the basic levels of life. Come on was, now. Stop getting away with yourself. Stop overthinking. Stop 
um, and puts me in a negative thoughts mm-hmm. and stop the degrading vocabulary itself. I, I can't, never, all that stuff like that don't exist. Because mm. that thing is obtainable. That's my universal truth. And I'm sharing that with you because I want that to be your universal truth as well. Thank Everything you. Everything is obtainable. If you want it, girl, you can get it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I received that. I even had to close my eyes and take a deep breath because I truly received yeah. that. I love how you framed that. I that into my, into my universe. Just say it out loud. I receive that into my universe. I will see that into my universe. And, and everything that I'm doing throughout my life of progression will be my conviction towards getting towards my goals and my dreams. Well, that's the whole thing, but everything that I throughout. Everything I do throughout my life mm-hmm. is nothing but convictions towards my most highest self. Yes. And that's that. And I can even type that. I can text that to you. After this thing. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's an affirmation. That <laughs> is. Yes. That is. a deep affirmation. Because when you say that affirmation, you now strip yourself bare of all the things that you can create to stop you. Mm. Now you are the main focus right right and exactly you, you've got to a place where you like everything's obtainable boom um my experiences and what i go through is my convictions to my greatest self right the second one and then the third one is now putting in the work along with what you just said those affirmations and now you're going to start to see that people places things will change mm-hmm. because they're not on that vibratory energy no more like you can have a friend and i talked about this in the new in my newest um, upcoming book Everyone's selling something. Did you buy it? Right. It's coming out this, it's coming out this month. Um, pre-order will be available very soon. Um, you can have a group of eight friends, right? And you just created your, your, your business. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just going to put it into the group chat. Like, hey, guys, go check out my business. Order something. I'm just getting things started. Da, 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 whatever the situation is. Out of those eight friends, you'll probably have three. Um, hopefully you have more than that, but hypothetically, someone has three friends that just uh, that uh, only went and bought something out of your your shop. Right. Everybody else gave excuses. It's true. And and you get to the point where you start to understand. It's it's, it's not a thing about broke or rich, right? Right. It's a thing about broken mindsets versus enriching mindsets. You know, say say it again <laughs> for the queens in the background. Right, for the people that something to get a little closer. So it's not a thing about broke or rich. It's about broken mindsets versus the enriching mindsets. Oh my god! Um, a broke mindset is going to have an idea. We're going to create every illusion they can to not obtain or secure that idea that they want to bring forth into reality. Mm. An enriching mindset is going to take that. If I can fund it with my own money, guess what? I'm going to get some investors. Guess what? I'm going to go make a few calls and see who want to hear me on my proposal for this idea. Right. Right. You know, they're going to make a way out of the way, you know? And when you are in those friend groups and you only got three people out of eight people in your group that went and supported you without no hesitation, no, you know? Right. You have to analyze exactly who are you giving your energy and time to because even even in this platform you know i there's been a transition in who i interact with and who i allow to be in close proximity of me because there is people who will rock for you who will shout you out who will be there for every event that you hardly even really had that connection with. And you'd be like, wow, you know, like, how did I connect with that person? And it makes you think, like, right. It helps you to look past what's right in front of you because it's never going to be everything is right in front of you. It's people all around you who's watching, who's inspired. And so I try to block out the five girls who never really supported me because there was five women who needed to hear what I had to say. Exactly, because and, and I love that you did that. You replaced the energy where it needed to be replaced. Exactly. At. I'm not gonna focus on y'all eight people, y'all other, you know, eight people in the group that ain't really supporting. I'm gonna focus on the three that did. Right, and I still love you know, y'all. Let's go create a group ourselves. Right, if we, and so the, we those girls, support. y'all could get some love from the distance. You know, I still love y'all. However, right. <laughs> However, right. <laughs> <laughs> However, go ahead. 
However, I need to keep moving forward. And so it's even funny that you've mentioned that because, again, that is something else that I've experienced in my life recently. And I don't know if that comes with age now that I'm in the 30s. You know, you're... Really? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking you're more younger than me. Oh. I'm 26. <laughs> Baby, I'm 31. 30. Oh, you, you look and you look stunning. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Listen, I'm I'm back in the gym four to five days a week. I'm eating well, hey. drinking my water, okay. just doing anything. I realize everything you put in your body is gonna come out somehow. And so yeah. I wanna put it's anything good exactly. Okay. I don't want to look like crap. <laughs> so I, I really no, had to slow down. Thank you, baby. So do you. That's why I said we're on the same vibratory energy because me and my partner, we've been here uh, sometimes seven days a week. Right. We choose to have a, a resting day that, that week. Yeah. And on the week itself. And isn't that um, another amazing level of intimacy? Because I do work out with my partner as well. And it's it's beautiful. They encourage you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he shows me all, all he, he's already in the, you know, fitness lifestyle so he he introduced a lot of techniques to me that I, that I implement in my uh workout routines that actually help and yeah it feels good to look over are you getting it in look mm. over you getting it in so we like do a little nod to each other and yes. you know you got yes. working it out like you know just killing it you know now have and then having that same energy in, in the fitness life the love life the business life right Right, <laughs> right, and that's that's where I'm trying to get to because I realize if I don't love you're, it, you're already heading there. Love, you're already that right. That, that progression of, of of that. But yeah. I mean, like even in my my other areas of life, I I again, I really had to take away doing anything that made me feel like I had to. And I, right now, I'm in a period of my life where I only want to choose things that I love to do, and so. It is. A, it's a shift. It's a shift, and people don't really understand it. But and it's not. And it's not. The, the it's not for them. Right. That and never be a never be ashamed of your your, your spiritual journey with yourself. Mm. Uh, sometimes people just want to show the the how the apples were made and or how pretty the apple looks, but it doesn't. They don't show how you had to go and, and purchase the things right. for the, like the progress right. the work itself to get this product that you have now in your face. Um, think about us as that. We have to go through the work in order to produce what you see now. Right. And you went through a, mis- a mental shift and when you started to say, hey, my, my glass is not filled. Right. Or it should be. The love is not right there the way it should be. The support is not there the way it should be. So instead of sitting here and having confliction with all y'all, I'm gonna remove myself and I'm gonna put myself where the love is always popping. Hello. The, 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 the cup is always filled. And run it and run it over. Run it over, okay? <laughs> Fully. 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 Uh, I, I I definitely validate you in this moment. Yes. Spirit. And spirit is telling me that everything that you have been seeking and everything that you've been Feeling mm. the nights that you have your tears and, and are just fears or are traumatic uh, repulses happening and stuff like that. Nothing is going to account to the days that you're walking into next. Mm. You know, nothing is going to account to that. You are going to be the bliss, the happiest, and the most healthiest you that you could mm. decide yourself to be. So, that and I, I receive that so. Fully. I just, I, I said I received that so fully because you see it, you know, I don't even yeah. have to explain it here, <laughs> but I get it. I see it. I feel it. I, I, I get you. I yes. Wow. It's that thriving passion that, that you feel with someone else that, hey, we came into this situation. We didn't have much knowledge under the people that we were raised under. Right. They can only teach you as much as they know. Yes. So I'm gonna take the account. Of, I'm gonna take that particular accountability off of them. But the, the the other accountability, what they did during the process. Yes, I'm gonna hold you accountable. Yes. If you were of a negative step and, and, and you just did negative things, I gotta hold you to that. Mm-hmm. Um. But far as your knowledgeable. Uh, processing and how you process the world and how you choose to give me that glimpse of that world as well. I can't hold you to that because you only know as much as you know. Right. 
Right. Um, so I'm gonna free you from that, from that burden, or that 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 fault, or that whatever you may feel that insecurity of, of a parenthood. I'm gonna free you from that because I understand that like I'm older. Mm. Hey, she only knew as much as she knew. Hey, he only knew as much as he knew. Exactly. But there have been more efforts done. There were. My mom was very, very has been very tremendous and supportive of me through my my career and things and stuff like that. My father, he he he, he I was too bright. Mm. for his consumption because in order to accept me and to have that connection with me you would have to assume the accountability right or or you would have to conform to whatever he wanted exactly exactly yes (laughs) yes exactly and it was like it kind of was like they really live that lifestyle you know right instead of setting our kids up for, for successes and stuff like that. A lot of parents, unconsciously, consciously sometimes, set them up for this whirlwind of a, a cycle. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You're not firming them in them. You're not giving them no real belief. You're not really telling them what it is. Um, because they don't, because they don't have those values. And I don't want to say that's always the case, but like, they're well, not. Yeah, that's, that's not always the case, but there is some magnificent parents out here. Right. That, and even your, your, your spiritual adoptive parents. Like, I had a mentor. Her name is, her name is Edith Jackson. Her name, well, I called her Miss Jackson, always out of respect. Right. Um, but she was my spiritual mentor before I ever knew that that's what, the role that she was assuming in my life. And then she also, at, moment, at some moments, came in as um, a grandmother. Mm. Anytime I go to her house, she would load me up with food, even though I'm, like, I'm good. You know, <laughs> uh, you know like, right. her, her love languages, right? Right. And she, she passed uh, recently, last month. She passed, no, was, was, she passed in July. Oh, my goodness. And, and the month ago, my son passed. It's already in September. Um, yeah. Her father, my father and her passed in the same month. Um, wow. They both passed, like, maybe days or a week apart. Wow. Um, so I was dealing with the fact that I had to come to a conclusion with my first relationship with him. Right. And then I had to come to a conclusion with my first relationship with her. Right. But both spiritually, but they both spiritually already visited me. You know? And already said things. And she already told me that she's coming back. Mm. Uh, as, a blonde, as, a, as a blonde hair lady. And she used to wear blonde hair in this and this reality that she was in. So I'm like, okay, you right. You'll come back at someone with blonde hair. <laughs> um, so I realized that sometimes when your your birth parents fall short, your adoptive spiritual parents are our mentors step in. Yes, they do. Kind of, yes, they do. You know, that pushing. And that so for I, me was I, definitely my grandmother. Like I right. thank her for the prayers. So yes. <laughs> You connect so much with those, and I love not to speak over you, but I love the, the fact that, for one, you are willing to be so uh, transparent with yourself. Thank you. You know, when you speak, you're not speaking of, of ego or any of those things. You're just speaking like, listen, I went through some shit, I've been through some shit, I understand some shit, and now I'm creating some new shit. Right, right. Of my, of my taste, <laughs> you know? And I love people that do that because that says, you know what? I realized where the errors was in my mm-hmm. life. I realized where I was extending seasons. Right, season. right. And, and I realized that I was deserving of a new season the whole damn time. I just, I just had to bring myself to that belief. To that realization. That yeah. And really, I mean, that can be my bucket list. I feel like this platform was my bucket list because... I never really wow. used my voice in that. Thank you. I never I never really used my voice in this way. Like I have always felt like I was under the shadows of certain family members or just had it to had to always perform, you know, so that people didn't really know what was actually happening and now I'm at a point where I need to be vulnerable because there is other like-minded, like-experienced beings out there. Um you gotta release. Exactly. At some point you got to release. Exactly. And you don't want to always hold on to things. Like I said, the thing that I learned through therapy, I went to, I went to therapy uh, in regards to my OCD. Yeah. Um, well, in actuality, I went to therapy uh, 
for the things that I, that I just forgot about, the mm. things that I just normalized at that point in my life. Um, and I, I, every time I went to therapy, um, my mission for myself was whatever you talk about in this room, once you say it, once you give it life in it, leave it here. It's no longer yours. Leave it in this room and walk out. And every day I did it. Yes. I would walk out to their therapy office and hit that left. You had to cross like a bridge and it was like a water under it. Right. I would sometimes sit there and exhale, you know, because I said, I let it, I let it go. Yeah. I no more. And that's what we got to learn how you're in a releasing moment in your life. So you like, I want to release things, but you want to release things and I just want to let it be where I let release to that. Mm. I'm not carrying it no more. It's not my burden to carry you know? I love that. I love that. Yes. Always, always. Wow. Wow. So I'm going to I'm gonna just ask one last question. Um, and really, this is for the audience. Um, anything of encouragement that you think someone may need to hear or something that had helped you from the past, um, I would love for you to share it for everyone else to hear and receive as well. Oh, oh, oh. a lot. <laughs> um, I would say the most pivotal thing I would say from this recent year was something that I had conceived and birth and then reproduced into my life was that everything is obtainable. There is nothing out of your grasp mm-hmm. to really create your own reality at any moment. And when you do have that moment of, oh shit, I can do this. Me, what I want. I, I, I can change my, my financial situation. I can change my religion. I can change my living situation. I can do so many different things if right. I choose to just do it. All you got to do is do it. Like, you just walk to it and do it. Um, a lot of people are stagnant with, again, their self and mm. what their previous self did. You're not, today, you're not being a previous self. You're a whole new self. So, what I did yesterday did not count for today. Right. You know, and and if my yesterday was a bad yesterday, then today's going to be an awesome day. Because I'm just going to give that to well. Mm. You know, I'm not going to keep the, the pattern up, you know? Right. Um, but when, and I'm speaking to black and brown people, when we truly conceive the idea of everything is attainable, watch how your life unfolds in your favor. Watch how those three set programs that we learned in high school and, you know, schooling in general, the race, all those people that was like naysayers or um, you did it, mm-hmm. watch them gag. Because they gag many, people gag many times. Many a time. People gag, you know, people gag many times for my mom. My mom has five children. I'm the, I'm the middle child. Mm-hmm. They always set the bar low for her, but she always raised the bar. Yes. You know? <laughs> so it was like, Prove and then her children raised the bar. Yes. You know? So, what what you want to do is conceive the idea that everything is obtainable and that nothing you lack nothing. You got all the tools right here. Mm. Stop looking outside yourself to get to know yourself. Look inside yourself to get to know yourself. You know, because that shit don't reflect me. But I reflect. Right. And I know where my weakest points at. I know my strongest points at. And I know that I don't have problems. I have challenges. And guess what? I conquer them every day. That's all. You know? <laughs> yes, I love that. And really, it's just always thinking the highest thoughts. I wrote that on a sticky note in 2018 on, actually, no, in 2019 on my work desk. And I just, I just returned back to the office. Um, I think I'm in there now two to three days. And I seen the sticky note and I'm just like, I had already set what I wanted in this platform before I even knew it. And I had not been in that office in 14 months and so you're absolutely right everything starts and ends with us i'm so glad that we were able to connect and i'm sure this is not the last time oh no (laughs) this is definitely not the last time i'm actually i'm gonna um give you an invitation now i am going to be setting up another book club event okay just for around the promotion and and, and conversations around uh life illusions um because my new book everyone's selling something did you buy it yeah. Uh, I speak to actually oh, 
sent you the um, the bio for it. Um, okay. After this call, so you can just read the bio, um, and you'll get a real big uh, understanding of what I talk about. But basically, I break down a lot of pieces and illusions of life. Mm. Um, a lot of things that comes to religion, self, sex, uh, friendships. I come with the friendship thing, the eight friend group thing. Yeah. Um, talk about a lot of the family things, the family hold you back as well. Yes. Um, Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yes, they uh, will. Yeah, the, the, I talk about DNA. I talk about a plethora of, of many various topics and stuff like that. But I do open an invitation for you to come back on the show. I would yes. love to host um, to have a conversation with you and let's talk about the books. Um, and we'll mainly talk about that, that to the upcoming book because I feel like that's where we're at. We're okay. at a place where everything that was what it was, we're decoding it and breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's something that this whole time I could have just jumped over the gate into success. But I felt like I had to do ten thousand steps just to get there. But you, we all know that's how the game is set up. That's how the game is I said we all know that's how the game is set up, especially for our people. You know? Yes, exactly. And so it's, it's so much deeper really than just Yes. I was going to say, and it's so much deeper than just, um, you know, like housing, job, employment, health. No, the system has really broken down our mental. I want y'all to be your own bosses. Yes. I want us to start the generational wealth. I want us to be successful entrepreneurs. Right. Have the actual pass down, pass down, pass down. We can't really pass down these these nine to five jobs and stuff like no. that. No. Usually, why you can to build your 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 twenty four seven career. Um, but if, but when you're ready to shake and rumble, do do so. Like you gotta stop staying there. Right. That's, that's the comfort zone. You gotta get out of the comfort zone to work grow. Right. So stack up, save your money. You know, do all those proper uh, protocols in regards to those things. But let yourself know that if I'm working eight hours at a particular place. I'm going to do 16 hours or 24 hours when I come home to work on my shit. Mm, <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm not going to underwork myself and I'm not going to underappreciate my natural born gifts. You know? Right, exactly. I want y'all to be all bosses. <laughs> your own way. You know? <laughs> so before we end, please let everyone know how can they connect with you um your all your different social media platforms. Again, I'm also going to add it into this episode description, but <laughs> okay, I definitely want to definitely let me know let me know your your schedule and stuff like that within the next um upcoming two weeks. I sure so I, will. Um, I fully invite you and stuff like that on to speak and you know things like that for the upcoming book club. Yes, I um, sure will. But yeah, so it's seven um seven Taylor. Uh, I'm a universal spiritual uh, connector. Um, if you are looking for any type of spiritual consolations, readings, etc., hit me up on my website, booksby7.com. Um, also, I have books up there. I have mental uh, hat journal. Um, many other things that are coming to that website as well. Um, but you can find me at S-E-V, the number seven, E-N-T-A-Y-L-O-R, on all platforms. And, um, yeah, I was looking forward to the content that I'm going to give me on. I can't wait for everyone to read everyone's Selling something, did you buy it? Because did you really buy it? Did you buy that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you so much for having me here, Brown Thank you so much for accepting this and sharing this time with me. Of course. Um, as always, queens, kings, recognize kings and queens. And so I love you so much. Thank you again. Yeah, um, I love you as well. 